It's the first day of training camp. We get to watch the Colts actually work today and prepare for that September 10th opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts have not won an opener in 10 years. It's been since 2013 that the Colts have won an opener, and since 2009 that they won their first two games. I think they're going to do both this year. I think they're going to win both those games, beat the Jaguars, and beat the Texans. How about that? We're going to talk about Anthony Richardson and something that I think that we found out yesterday when Chris Ballard talked to us. We're going to talk about Jonathan Taylor being on the pup list and why that might be and why we might want to tap the brakes on being a little bit angry about Jonathan Taylor. And we're doing that, to be honest, because it's Optimism Wednesday. If this was Thursday, if this was Tuesday, like yesterday, during yesterday's afternoon inside Indiana Sports Now, we were a little bit salty about Jonathan Taylor, but we're not going to be salty this morning because, it, like I said, it's Optimism Wednesday. It's what we do. Optimi- uh, by the way, a few obituaries today that are uh, Chicago sports-related. Uh, Rocky Wirtz passed away suddenly yesterday, and then Johnny Lujak also passed yesterday. Johnny Lujak, close to the hearts of Notre Dame alums, Chicago Bears uh, fans, Played in the NFL a brief time, but man, was he really good. I mean, in the NFL, when he played in the NFL for the Bears, those those four seasons that he did. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit uh, about Justin Herbert and his new deal, which shows you exactly why it's really important for Anthony Richardson to get good quick. And speaking of Anthony Richardson, you've got a chance to win an Anthony Richardson Indiana Knights jersey. These have not been shipped yet. They will be shipped soon. And as soon as they are shipped, one is going to find its way into the prize egg, the golden prize egg, and you could win it. How could you win it? You need to subscribe to this channel on YouTube, Ken Sterling, and Two Big Brains. You subscribe to both, and you DM me on social media so I can get your address. That's why the the DM on social media. This is Breakfast with Kent brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Call Jared Johnson. He's the best plumber in the world. 765-610-8809 for all your plumbing needs. Your pipes need counseling too. So that's what Jared does. He talks to your pipes. He massages the pipes. And if the pipes don't respond, he replaces them. That's the way it works with pipes. That's the way it works with football players. Some have been replaced for the Indianapolis Colts because they went 4-12-1. We're enough replaced. We'll figure that out. Remember to subscribe. Like, it's just polite. If you're watching this video, you can just click the like button that easy. And you know what? It's a good thing to do. You want to make a donation? Make a donation. That's just fine. And if you make a donation, we'll read your comment or answer your concern. That's what we do. All right, let's talk about Anthony Richardson. Chris Ballard said yesterday that the decision whether Anthony Richardson is going to start the opener against the Jaguars is going to belong to Jim Irsay, Chris Ballard, and Shane Steichen, which means that the decision belongs to Jim Irsay. I mean, let's say what it is. He's the owner. If he says, hey, Anthony Richardson is going to start. Shane Steichen is going to say, yes, sir. I believe that that's the appropriate thing. And then he's going to figure out how to get that done. I think that maybe that conversation's already been had. Anthony Richardson was not drafted fourth to sit on his ass 
and watch Gardner Minshew play for the Colts. Gardner Minshew, despite Chris Ballard's protestations to the contrary, he and what his protestations were, and it's Optimism Wednesday, so this is this is getting caught in my throat a little bit, is that Gardner Minshew, when he's had an opportunity to play, he's played exceptionally well. No, he hasn't. He's been 8-16 and 16 as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Now, he played really well against the Indianapolis Colts in back-to-back games, right? He ended the season against the Colts for the Jaguars, opened the next season against the Colts for the Jaguars, won both of those games, and in one of those went 19-20. of 20. Now, that wasn't a function of Gardner Minshew. That was a function of Matt Eberflus's defense who let Gardner Minshew operate underneath all day long and never challenged him in the pocket. Dared him to throw it. When he threw it, he threw it accurately in that high school zone that Matt Eberflus favors. That didn't work against Gardner Minshew. So against the Colts, Minshew looked terrific. That doesn't mean that Anthony Richardson shouldn't start September 10th against the Jaguars. There are two things that are going to be true on September 10th. Anthony Richardson is going to give the Colts the best chance to win that game, period, end of conversation. There is no chance that Gardner Minshew is the quarterback that gives you the better chance to win. And number two, Anthony Richardson is not going to learn from his ass. He is going to learn on the field facing live fire. Chris Ballard talked about live bullets yesterday, twice, three times. You got to face the live bullets. It's just different. So you've got to put Anthony Richardson in a position where he's going to face those aforementioned live bullets. You don't learn as much in practice 11 on 11 when quarterbacks are wearing red jerseys as you were going to in regular season play. And you're not going to learn as much in preseason play either. And if he looks bad in the preseason, that doesn't bother me. If he's trying to squeeze it into windows that don't exist, that doesn't bother me. He's going to process that information. He's going to learn from it. And he's going to figure out when to deliver the ball and when not to deliver the ball. That is going to be a work in progress. That is Anthony Richardson. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, when we heard from Chris Ballard yesterday at noon at Grand Park, you know, it was front and center. I was so close that Otis, the photog from RTV6, had to say, Kent, can you move back about 10 inches? Your big-ass head is, is kind of in the way. So if you could move back a little bit. That's how close I was. At any rate, uh, and speaking of two big heads, two big brains today at some point, not exactly sure when, going to have to get with Dan Dockage to figure out when we do that. At any rate, Listening to Chris Ballard, he said nothing about the possibility of Jonathan Taylor opening the the preseason opening camp on the active-slash-pup list. The active-slash-pup list is a list for players who, because of physical constraint or injury, rehab, whatever, they are not able to open the preseason on the field practicing live. So they can do everything at camp but practice. Didn't say anything about that, but that's where Jonathan Taylor finds himself today. What he did say, Chris Ballard said, he he said, you know what? I'm going to talk to uh, Jonathan Taylor today. We're going to have another long conversation. I'm guessing it was during that conversation, likely following his physical, that Jonathan Taylor 
and Chris Ballard decided that this had to be, like Jonathan Taylor can't put himself on the pup list. You know, so this is a collaborative uh, decision to put Jonathan Taylor on the pup list. I'm going to say because it's Optimism Wednesday that that occurred because of the ankle. He had kind of a, a debridement of, of the ankle during the offseason, early in the offseason. He's been working his way back into condition since. We're guessing, because it's Optimism Wednesday, this is a physical limitation, not a contractual negotiation, because why in the world would the Colts negotiate? It makes no sense. They were 4-12-1 with Jonathan Taylor. All right? With Jonathan Taylor... They're more dynamic. There's no question about that. But how much more dynamic, and what is the meaning to this team? The Philadelphia Eagles, they moved on from Miles Sanders, right? They said, uh, enough of Miles Sanders. We're not going to pay the price to employ Miles Sanders, despite the fact that he helped us get to a Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs got to a Super Bowl with Pacheco. This is, the, this is kind of the parallel. If this was quarterbacks... It would be like Sam Darnold versus uh, Gardner Minshew in, in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Pacheco and Sanders, although Sanders was pretty good. I mean, that's, that's an overstatement. Sanders ran for almost 1,300 yards. But these aren't the best two running backs in the NFL. They went to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can get to the Super Bowl without one of those. You cannot get to the Super Bowl without a top five quarterback in your conference. You just can't. Colts need that quarterback, and they need Anthony Richardson to be that quarterback. Jonathan Taylor, he's, he's a part of the offense, but he's not the part of the offense. You get what I mean? There is no reason to do anything but have him play for the 4.3 this year and then the 10.3 or 10.5 next year that is going to be the franchise tag number, and then the franchise tag number the next year of 12.7 or something like that. If you want to sign him to an extension that puts him in a position where he's guaranteed the amount of money he would be tagged for in 2024 and 2025, have at it. Go do it. I got no problem with that and front-load it so some of the $25 million that the Colts still have under the cap is utilized for the good of the team. That doesn't bother me either. All right. Uh, Josh Downs, I'm interested to see today at camp. I want to see him flash. Got to see that. I also want to see Zach Moss, and I want to see Evan Hull at the running back position because whoever the running back is for the Colts, they're going to need one of them to be that guy. Uh, NIL transfer legislation was introduced in Congress by a couple of Joe Manchin and Tommy Tuberville. They say this is to protect athletes and the integrity of college sports. What it's really going to do is restrict athletes and, and help ruin college sports. That's what Congress does. Congressional legislation meant to protect almost always harms. So we're going to believe that this Optimism Wednesday, so I'm stating it as kindly as I possibly can. It is going to restrict athletic access to cash, and it's definitely going to restrict their freedom to move from one school to the other. It's going to require three years of academic work at an institution to be able to transfer without penalty from that institution, which is crazy and ridiculous. 
the transfer portal, there's some negative things about it. But one thing that's really, really good is it allows players to go do what they do for their four years of eligibility in the place they want to do it. How is that wrong? Some are using it incorrectly, but it's not wrong in principle. Uh, Justin Herbert, Chargers, they've agreed to a five-year, $262.5 million deal. That's a lot of money for a quarterback, and the cap space that that eats for the Chargers is over 20%. That is a lot for one guy, and it's going to restrict the Chargers' ability to win in the AFC West. Before they've won anything, like Justin Herbert is getting paid before they've done squat. Chargers kind of, you know, the the cart is going before the horse in, in this situation. And that just doesn't work. If Justin Herbert is Jalen Hurts and he's gone to a Super Bowl, that's different. But right now, Justin Herbert, it, where do you rank him among quarterbacks in the AFC? Fifth? Maybe. You know, you've got Mahomes, you've got Burrow, you've got Allen, you've got Rodgers. You're, you're paying uh, Rolls-Royce money for Buick performance. Uh, some obituaries, kind of sad. Uh, Johnny Lujak uh, died. He was 98. I didn't realize he was still living. Johnny Lujak, being alive, he won the Heisman Trophy in 1947. He lettered in four sports for Notre Dame, football, baseball, basketball, and track. And then when he went to the Chicago Bears, he played his ass off from uh, 19, what was it, 48 through 51 and was really, really good. And then he retired and went into the car business. So ran a uh, car dealership in Iowa. A great college football player, a great professional football player for the Bears, just one that didn't have a long career by choice. Rocky Wirtz passed away yesterday. The owner of the Chicago Blackhawks died suddenly at the age of 70, brought three Stanley Cups to Chicago as the owner of the Hawks. We don't know who's going to take over for Rocky Wirtz, carrying on the Wirtz family tradition as the owners of the Blackhawks. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this Wednesday. Corbin Millard, happy birthday. Ron Probst, happy birthday. Jeff Chanley, Jeff Sanini. Casey Nicole celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Casey. The lovely Quesadilla. Uh, Michael Blythe. Walter Offit celebrating a birthday. Julie cheering uh, from a distance for Casey. Uh, Walter Offit, terrific high school basketball player at Warren Central. And uh, a guy who's doing a lot of good as a coach. Chris Matthew. Happy birthday. And Parker Stancato celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Don't pull each other down. Videos all day long from Colts camp. I can't wait to get out there and watch the team work. You will be able to watch that as well through me as a conduit. How about that? Subscribe so you can win the Anthony Richardson jersey later today at some point at Two Big Brains. Can't wait for that. Is your mind blown with all the content that is available today via this? It's Incredible.